everybody. Just waiting for Ryan to join in here. Give it a second. If you got any questions, fire them up there. I'll try to write them down and get them with uh, with Ryan. Everybody hear me okay? Give a thumbs up if yes. Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you doing? Pretty good, you know? Look at us with the technology, we're doing pretty good. Oh, we're so, we're so technologically advanced now. <laughs> I'm not bad. Well, since neither of us, our internet probably works that well in the garage, I figured just uh, leave the cool car picture up there. Yeah, I, I did it out at my garage mainly because uh, it's out in the middle of nowhere. So the Wi-Fi out there is not really that great. So yeah. I don't really show my car, so. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, let's get started. As people are joining in, we see quite a few people jumping on there. So uh, this is just something we're going to try to do with the uh, series coming up to the shootout. You're going to meet the people behind the scenes that make the uh, series go and also try to get as many drivers on and sort of understand who it is that's driving with the series, why they do it and whatever else. So why don't you introduce yourself quick for those who may not know you. My name is Ryan. I drive a 95 Nissan 240SX. It's got a six liter LS in it. been drifting for six years, technically five if you count the year off from a crash. All right. There you go. All right. Well, let's, let's go in and uh, break down a little bit on the car. Tell us uh, six liter V8. What's the other uh, bits that you find that were, uh, you know, make it go and parts that you like parts that you don't like? Yeah, so uh, on the car, it's uh, just an LQ4. Started off with a bare block. Just do a full like tear down and learn the process to it and just build something up from like the ground up bare bones see how it turns out i had a backup engine in case it kind of failed on me ran it last year and didn't have an issue built together in one piece so running it again the same setup this year so backs behind uh with a cd09 transmission in it so it's a six and then for the disc we're just running a Q45 diff in it, which is older infinity. It's a little bit beef, good for around 800 horsepower. So it's well overdone for my setup. And then front and rear engine wise, I have hard shot max coilovers on it. And then shot max front brake kit and their rear knuckles drop in the rear. So yeah, other than that, the rest is all just pretty standard for it. As far as body panel, all like an origin lab kit on it and then i the car last winter on it I wanted to try something a little bit different than wrapping it so other than that that's pretty simple wise and pretty basic enough to get out i know it's pretty built but it's that's as simple as it gets i guess it's budget friendly yeah so you, you've been drifting for six years you say have you always yeah. been v8 yeah, so uh, when I first got the car, it was own stock, like, K for it. I 
about a half a season where I just kind of feel of it, wanted to see if I wanted to dive in. I ended up kind of falling and kind of wanting to dig a little bit deeper. I kind of was toying with the idea of going with an SR swap, but ended up deciding that just going with the V8 off the hop. I know it's probably, if I was to go back, it's probably not the best route to do it initially, just because you can get as much seat time in an underpowered car, develop your skills a bit more. But I went straight after that and no turning back after that. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So uh, why you pick drifting? Why, why drifting for you? I think it was uh, like the first time I went out was that like probably that was about seven years ago. I remember seeing when Rob Parsons came out and they did a little bit of a demo out at Castrol. And I think that kind of just planted as far as me wanting to kind of get into it a bit more and kind of just like the rush you see from someone just going sideways and just, but yet under control, like completely out of control yet completely in control. And it's kind of, that's what drew, drew me towards it for it. And then, yeah, as soon as I started doing it, it was pretty much hooked into it. So. Okay. That's not bad then. Um, how'd you finish off last year? For those who didn't don't know or didn't see the, see the shootout. Yeah. So last year we ended up finishing second overall at the shootout events. Well, did secure my prospect license for that event. Awesome. Yeah, I think that was probably the, the best driving that we saw when you talk about uh, being out of control, but in control. The uh, course was a, such a fast entry and and watching the drivers really uh, throw it in, you know, initiating it so quick. It was uh, was awesome to see and the complete outer zone right along the edge of the track, which was, if you dropped later on in the day, it was usually a pretty, pretty serious damage with it. So... I was uh, looking back and going through some notes from all the, the past competitions that we had. And I don't think that we had you ever knocked out for a mechanical issue. Am I correct on that? Yeah, looking back, I, the only mechanical I think I had was when I probably was first competing. And that was just being fresh and not really knowing what you were kind of like and it was all like first time things like that I think that probably in the first years when I had some like kind of just rookie stuff that you kind of just you've never done before and that's kind of what put me out for it but aside from that I didn't really have any mechanical throughout the year pretty yeah so pretty what you what's the key for the reliability for you I think at the end of it even as simple as again like our require that you need that 500 plus wheel horsepower right which i think is something that's like yeah if you were to go down to the states on bigger tracks like it would be ideal. but i know that we have a couple of tracks like mid pretty you know, a little bit more power and it would mm -hmm. have whereas famous castro has one of the layouts that's nice to have a little bit more power but other than that, pretty much around that 350 to go mark is more than enough to be competitive through our series, I find. And then, yeah, I think it's just getting the set down to just, you just, if you can drive it to the limits pretty much all the time, then you're like, you're able to know how far you need to push it at all the time. And then having it so that you can have it so it has great cooling as well. 
bonus as well. All right. Hmm. That's all good stuff. Keep it simple and uh, don't, don't overcomplicate the bill. No, because I was yeah. looking back and I didn't have you ever like uh, getting like missing a five minute call or something like that where you, uh, you know, weren't able to compete from any mechanicals. So I was just thinking that was pretty interesting. And also I noticed that you're usually like a one man show at the events, um, especially through practice and stuff like that, or you run with a fairly small team. Uh, do you usually have like a regular crew of guys going with you that know the car? What's your, what's your, you know, maybe team set up going into a competition? Yeah. So pretty much most of the time I'll have a couple of my buddies that can, whoever can make it out to an event help out. So I'll find someone who can spot. It's, it's not always the same person that I find. It's a spot. So then it's whoever's available. A little bit of a rundown of kind of what I'm for as a, when you're in the position of being the spotter. So they have the mm -hmm. general idea. It's a, yeah, I don't think I've had it consistently the same year. I think one of my buddies, Rick, he's done it probably around three times. He's probably the one that who's done most out of everyone. And then as far as pit crew, it's I've had a couple of my guys that have come like consecutive out there. And then that's about it. And then mission was when we had a Joel come on with Chris and I. Helps out a lot. Like off well, so. Yeah, so when you're when you're driving in in the shootout, are you staying in the car and somebody else is doing fuel and tires, or are you out of the car? Are you doing the tires and fuel yourself, or are you what's what's your what's your plan for that going in? Okay, so last year for mission, I was pretty grateful because I did have some I got a decent amount of friends that were out there, and mm -hmm. they were. Able to, I think there was a couple times I had to get the car when we got past top sixteen car. I had like Cole and a couple of the other guys there and Regan was there helping out, just like changing tires, popping up fuel so that I could pretty much be in the car all the time and then just come back out on track. So it was really nice to have. I don't think I've had that kind of like pick four set up. You kind of takes the stress, get harnessed out, go back out, change the tires, get everything set up. And just knowing that you have a couple of guys that you can trust that will put the car there and you know push the limits yeah do you find that that maybe was why you finished so high was that you're kind of in the zone and you're able to stay in it because i know what you mean you get out and like it was really hot when we ran our shootout so you know getting out and dealing with hot tires and fuel and climbing back in the car sometimes is really hard on you but just trying to figure out maybe some of the keys to success there and seeing people that just stay in the zone and don't get out of the car um, it was really a fast paced event too. So yeah. part of, part of that reason. I think that might play like for me, drifting in competition, I've always had the idea, even though it's super competitive, you want to win is that I find fun drifting with my friends and like trying to kind of push the bat of the limits and kind of find how far you can go mm -hmm. for it. So, yeah, it definitely with it aiding the not like so you can stay focused the whole time but aside from that i wouldn't say it's for it i mean i can still remain focused throughout it yeah no, that's good so you're talking a little bit about uh you took a year off when you had a crash was that the worst crash that you had tell us a little bit about that yeah i was 
probably my worst. Yeah, that was my worst crash. I mean, it did right off the chassis. So I would say it was the top top crash. And I've, I've had another hit prior with chassis that was pretty bad, but it was able to be pulled. Yeah, that, down in the power alley at Castro, like kind of, I initiated a little bit too close to the wall, caught the end, and then just the front end in, and then the left wheel caught the side of the K rail and kind of pushed it into the firewall and then pushed everything back. And then that was pretty much it. I got a, I would say this is prior to us initially, like put implementing ONS device series. And yeah, I got a little bit of whiplash from that. And that was uh, one of those things that after doing that, kind of always want to wear a Hans and stuff, a high speed track. Right. Yeah, I know that that uh, really was an eye opener. I think even for the series, just to look for any aggressive edges in the, because uh, you just caught like a lip, and it was really when we went back and looked at the, at the track, it was like not even a quarter inch of the concrete that was just enough lip to, to catch that wheel. And it was just, you know, the worst timing I guess to uh, catch the wheel and and pull it back in and and rode off the chassis there. Um, yeah. What's Give us, uh, what's your favorite uh, track that, that uh, we run on? What would you say your favorite track is, or even ones that uh, we don't run on that you've driven? Like for competition aspect? Or just yeah, sure, let's do competition and then favorite track overall. Competition? I would say uh, right now, it would be Mission. I quite enjoy that layout. It was the layout that we ran last year was pretty, it was a lot of fun to run that layout. It's always high speed. At like twenty one thirty, and you're just all out for it. And then it's pretty, you go around, it goes down to speed. Then you move around the track pretty tight, and then it's simple as it look, I guess, for it. So that's definitely. And then for just fun track all around, best party drift and your grassroots day. Party drift. Uh, I would have to say. Right now, just because so close to home, Stratotech. But if I was an out of town track, would be Park. All right, it's a pretty fun track. Okay, well, hey, yeah. So you've been down to a Park. Uh, tell us a little bit about that trip. Who you met there? Yeah. So on that trip, uh, I mean, it was myself, Chris, Jason Dele, Chris Pollard, and Cole Connell. We all went down for that. We set up a, a track day with Jessica out at Park. We pretty much everyone broke during that session. So that was, I think, Cole Blues broke a knuckle. Jason snapped a and our steering pump went. Like driving that track for the first time, it's a lot smaller in person. This is prior to them updating the track and adding it so it was a little bit more drifting friendly for it. Mm-hmm. And I, it was a lot, a full lap was right around the 35 seconds for it, which is a long time to be drifting calm. And as soon as you linked once, it was, it was such a good feeling. That's awesome. So you're excited to have uh, Chelsea come back out and be judging at uh, Mission Raceway then? Yeah, it should be a pretty good time with him there. He's, he's one of the best out there. So it's good to have that site on the judging so yeah, yeah he's a pretty good guy in, in person too hey eh? yeah no he's he's pretty much just like any other normal guy at the track like yeah 
but with a genius level idea and theories on drift. So, and he shares yeah. them with you, you know, you can watch you drive in and do that. So yeah, we're excited to have him come out to the uh, shootout there. Uh, what's your, what's your preference? Do you like shootouts? You like uh, multiple round series? What's give us what you what you prefer. Yeah. So for that, I would say I like the shootout. If you're looking to just get your license as quick as possible and you want to compete, you have the funds to go run. That's a great approach for it. But I'm personally more swayed towards a series just because I like how you have to be on it for four to five rounds, however long the series is, and you have to accumulate points. out, And then it's not just based on a because there's a lot of it's not based on just one event whereas you'll often find that like on one event it doesn't take much like you break you're done that's it you don't have to stand a chance in a four four to five rounds you can if you place a little bit lower so you get knocked on top 16 but it's you accumulated some of those points you still have a chance at getting yeah I'm, that's good I, we we're with the double elimination, it did kind of save a little bit of that. If you do have an unfortunate something that you can fix quickly, you can jump back in. I mean, I'm thinking we had a really good double elimination last year with lots of battles and lots of seat time for guys that were 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 out there. So, uh, who would you say your biggest uh, competition is in the uh, in the series? That's kind of a tough one. There's a lot of like great drivers in the series, and it seems like every year the driving is and like guys are just pushing that much harder. And it's because everyone's skills are getting better. Mm -hmm. I say, uh, probably my teammate Chris, he's always like we drive together all the time during throughout the year, and like we're constantly pushing each other all the time to drive just a little bit harder. And we haven't hit each other yet, but I feel like there's gonna be some doors this year so right I and he's kind of even in the competition when we go head to head i always know that we're going all out and we just want to and you can always trust him because like i drive with him all the time so and he's super consistent but yeah that's probably my go-to driver as far as biggest competition great so what are you going to do to beat him then this year what's your plan what's his Runners weakness part? that you that you know you you know his achilles heel that he's uh something that he does that you know you got the edge on him if you go head to head i don't i don't know if he has that much of a weakness i mean maybe if the, the car breaks on him maybe that, i guess you, well you just have to go door to door the whole time right you fingers crossed that he breaks is what your plan is no nah, i would i wouldn't want on him i want a fair about if we're going to go head to head i want us both to be running 100 percent so that we can yeah. just go off. yeah there's I would, I'm not a fan of winning due to someone else having a mechanical or kind of spinning up, just kind of like a, almost a gimme, but I mean, then it proves that you're so viable, I guess, in a sense, knock on wood. Yeah, make the judges uh, earn their paycheck that weekend and uh, judge it hard, right? So, yeah. well, no, I, would, I think that's probably, probably a fair, uh, good competition for you. I, we do see you guys drive a lot together. So I'd say, you know, you definitely know each other and I, I'm looking forward to the battle. Hopefully it works out that you guys get to battle this uh, year in the shootout. Um, also, what's, 
give me some thoughts on uh, like the safety regulations. I know there's been lots of talk um, in the last year about some of the safety stuff that's been required to run Pro-Am. Give it to us straight. What's your thought on it? We overstepped it. Not enough. Would you go ahead? I, I mean, if you're building a car from scratch, it's a lot to undertake, I guess. You have the $2,000 and stuff that you, on top of building it. Aside from that, like that safety is kind of just essential to it. I mean, it's going to be in a vehicle that's going 130K plus and be safe if you do crash. That's required. I mean, it's the Halo seat is definitely an addition. You get to kind of side to side. You don't have to worry about like snapping your neck, pushing your car from getting whiplash. Yeah, you, you brought that up that you're in the accident that you wrote your car off there, you, uh, we didn't have the Hans device mandatory then, but looking yeah. at it now, it's kind of, we've had that conversation with a few people that have crashed and they say, I kind of wish though I would have had it. And, and they're the ones that wear it all the time. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I say that was attainable. a, sorry. I think it is attainable, like the safety stuff from, you know, our perspective, everybody, that drives with us nobody's doing this as a career yet so we all got jobs that we got to get back to on monday or tuesday after an event so <laughs> you know in the yeah. unfortunate situation that somebody's in a crash you don't want to be missing the real day job for uh for the fun on the weekend there right totally yeah because even the fire question is a great reassurance that way you don't worry about kind of your if it does catch on fire you do you're protecting whatever it is, twenty to thirty thousand dollars that you have in there. You're protecting. Yeah. It's it's only like five hundred dollars for it, and it's added insurance that it's, it has a chance of making it through. If there's like a bad fire in it, and I think that's yeah. a no-brainer. Yeah, exactly. Um, you said that you had some submitted questions. Some people had uh, sent you questions. <laughs> Any of those that are suitable to answer? I'm looking on the live, but nobody's been asking questions here. They're just joining in and checking it out. So, yeah. So for, I had a couple, if I had any major off changes and that was no, I didn't really have any, I changed a little bit of stuff in the pension department, make some minor adjustments to see if the car could be any, any better driving. So right. at the car was just maintenance so over the winter and kind of keeping focus kind of put the setup away knowing that it worked knowing that it worked and then planning on sticking with it for at least another year before we make any other changes to it All so right. that was one of those things i had some other questions as well but yeah those you can just answer privately there no no those i do have some other ones uh most embarrassing moment, i think was this is probably yeah i i could have one would probably be my first pro-am events and i remember it was on the big tank at castrol and i went in initiated and afterwards i remember hearing that thud uh, while i was driving and i thought about my dick let's just say i went through all the uh effort of changing my diff, only out that i flat spotted my tires so right. you know i mean yeah. happened right and we managed to get the car back together after not the unnecessary did 
and then got back it still qualified and made into the top eight but i mean it's just stuff like that that you just learn the way i mean you're gonna make so yeah that's that i think last i did lock my keys it left my keys at the hotel so i had to borrow some i think from z's uh her hood props are my car so oh, okay. <laughs> that was also a thing. I, I know that some of the guys who were there can attest that we were all we had a it was on the fun night it was on the on the fun we had so yeah it was a little bit i guess you could say hungover from it so <laughs> so somebody asked there in the in the live what's the top three uh suggestions for joining the series what, what would you give the top three things top three for it you don't need to build a car for 500 wheel if you have anything over 300 wheel you can't increase for it and just get as much seat time as you can yeah just simply getting the safety requirements other than that just find some of the other like every one of the guys in the series is more than like offer some sort of advice for it even if like any of the fun days here go ask one of the message them or something or go see them in person while you're there and just ask if you can tandem with them most of the yes to it and and then just progress your skills from there and then just join the series i mean you at least give one round i know we're shoot out but just go run one of the events and give it a go and see what it's like and then go from there probably the best way to do it. yeah i guess we do have up on the website the grassroots series which is going to be a little bit less safety requirements on it a little easier to pass tech so I guess that's a good way to jump in to, uh, to see if you actually like competition or how you stand in a tandem format on a set layout. Um, one other one we got in was, uh, what's the most important thing that you, what's the, or here, how do you phrase that? What's the best thing that you bought for your car? The thing that you're just the happiest you spent the money on, no matter what it costs. And what's the one thing that you bought that you wish you didn't spend the money on? Ooh, that's a that's actually a pretty tough. See, well, the best purchase for that car, I would. I'm, uh, I'd have to say the engine. You know, like I'm, okay. I like it. It's simple, and it's it's just been able to keep me on the track like as much as possible. Like I have been lucky to not have that many like brakes to the car at all like i've had my share of like small mechanical stuff nothing serious that's kind of put me out like it's ended a period of time so that's probably one of the best investments for maximizing them and my worst purchase geez um i'd have to say i've over the years i've spent a lot of money like on my cooling system to fill it and last year was the I kind of got it. So I say just my cooling system was probably what I wasted the most amount of money on. And it's just, if I was to do it all over again, just go with the biggest possible rad you can fit in there and the biggest set of plain and simple. And just get as much airflow, much cooling as possible, and don't look back. That would be right. my so you're, you're trying to, You're spending, you probably spent more money trying to take small steps getting the cooling done than spending the money right the first time is what you're saying it was like it wasn't even that i i don't know if it was prior to my last i might have had some cooling issues but 
on that setup, it would be, I could never laugh at all. And okay. like, I, there's some other guys that ran the same cooling setup and they ran fine, but I all the time. And like, I'm checking and making sure that the engine side, it was fine. And then eventually I stepped up where we had to notch the, like the frame for a little bit for it and to fit the bigger rat in it. And after that, and then I put on a valve fans and it was, it's been running pretty good ever since. So. Yeah, I guess that the rad and you're running a, a dual pass rad in it. Running a dual pass with two 12 inch fans. we right, right around the 3,500 yeah. So it's, it's a decent amount of airflow and it keeps it cool. Yeah, I think that's probably uh, probably one of the best too. Is is a more pass either dual or triple pass rad with yeah. keep the water in there so you can get it actually cool. I guess <laughs> seems to be the key. Yeah. Um, somebody else asked, uh, "Are you going to let uh, Chelsea jump in your car and uh, borrow it for some Sunday fun day laps?" I mean, why not? Right? Like, I guess so. I guess we'll see. <laughs> and I mean, let's we'll yeah. maybe I'll. I'm if he runs through all the cars that we're bringing him, right? Yeah, if he wants to like sign a little waiver prior, is maybe that would be a good idea. Yeah, that's right. So, okay. I mean, I'm I'm not okay with someone just breaking my car. If they're... <laughs> just because? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, so. Fair enough. Well, anything else you want to uh, add into this? We're going to keep it short and sweet. Let you shout out your sponsors and uh, anybody you want to thank or. Yeah. So I guess my, I had a couple other questions. Someone just asked like what my uh, rig setup was. So All right. I'm uh, older O3 dot 3,500 six speed. It's Arizona truck, two wheel drive. and just pure tow rig. That's all it is. It's, it's super clean. It's rust free, but it gets the job done. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah. As far as sponsor plugs, uh, definitely Devotion Tires been for the past count like four years here. Matt is probably the best guy out there as far as just offering any. He'll help out in any way he can, and like the company just that he has ability to go and do mobile tires. To pretty much any call him, he'll be there. He'll change your tire. No questions. He's definitely been a huge part of my program for years. And Estino Tires, great company. Like their tires, they always keep me on track. And like I get counted trips, unbeatable for it. And then, yeah, CPI Joel out there. He uh, they came on board the, the program last year. And Joel, probably the most guy, does uh, it's Canadian projections. So any kind of fuel injector servicing, he just dyno tuning, even build cars as well. He's your man. He's He's the kind of guy that will pretty much take his own shirt off his back for you. So yeah. he'll stand up. And then, yeah, I have Kansai Wheels as well. They're, they've been on board a couple of years here. They're a stand-up wheel for it. I mean, I've tire dropped multiple times, and they've held together. So they take a beating. I mean, they chip, but, I mean, that's kind of expected. to have your wheel up on you. Yeah, when you go in the gravel and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Silver Maple as well. Josh and Tessa, there's like just people out in Spruce Grove. They got a dyno there, and yeah, helped out as far as giving me some quick, quick access in order to 
get onto the dyno last minute. They're super helpful and just great people. Like if anyone's ever in, like get some custom tuning done out there as well, or any sort of mechanical work, they're you definitely out to. Them. I'll have to hit them up. I got some tuning to get done on a car. Yeah, so no. do that. Yeah, we got to give a big shout out to Devotion. They're the guys that come out and do the. Uh, all the changeovers for just about every single practice, fun day, competition day. That guy spends countless hours in that trailer hauling, stacking, changing tires in the heat, never complains. So yeah, he, Matt and Devotion Tire, they, they're there for the drivers, that's for sure. Yeah, Matt's a, Matt's a madman out there, that's yeah. for sure. No, he's he's great. He's awesome to have part. Great. Yeah. Well, if there's nothing else, we'll let you go there. We'll keep it short and sweet. Thank you for uh, for coming on the first one and and introducing yourself to the other drivers and people watching. It's great. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Have a good night.